0: If you're under 18, please stop listening and visit scarletteen.com. I'm Lady Petra, and my pronouns are she, hers, and we.
1: I'm Saffa Master, and my pronouns are him, his, and we.
0: And this is Kinky Cocktail Hour. Cheers! Cheers!
1: Okay. What are we drinking today?
0: A new cocktail. A new cocktail. Inspired by Jim Morrison. Oh, really? Who had a love of whiskeys. And so in New Orleans at the Panchark Train Hotel, in the tin Hot Tin Bar, they created this drink. And it's a Moscow Mule with bourbon, but there's a few twists. So normally Moscow Mule has lime, some mint, you know, different things in it, mint sprig on top, you know, different things, vodka, yeah. right? But this one is ginger beer, which we use the brundabridge beer, which is the... Fabulous. Uh, fabulous. Yeah. And then two ounces, I chose a, our Forester rye whiskey, mm-hmm. since oh. we love Forester mm-hmm. rye, and half an ounce of Aperol, okay, a half an ounce of fresh lime juice, and then an orange zest expressed oh, wow. and then served as a garnish in there. And well, so, pretty- you know, you know the... Vaporal is going to have that orange flavor to it, so it'll be. Interesting. It smells delicious. Oh, in a copper mug, of course. Mm-hmm. Tastes lovely. Ooh. Yeah, that's good.
1: That's among the, amongst the best of the mules, I think.
0: That's a good mule. Mm. You know what's good about that too, and I'm glad I did. I chose the Forester Rye because of the time of year we're in—the fall, yeah, went early winter—and Forrester has more of a spicy rye flavor to it, so it's kind of like a holiday drink, almost. A little bit. It's lovely. Yeah, I actually enjoy it tremendously. It's got to be the ginger beer. I think the so ginger great. beer is what sets it apart. <laughs> However, we just last time, week ago or so, yeah, we had um, a moonshine mule. Yeah, that was good. <laughs> that was great.
1: Again, the ginger beer. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> so we should be hawking that ginger so
0: beer. So I have to tell, I have to share this. So I'm in the store, yeah, getting us our crack for dinner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and our crack is Petrolly Soul, mm-hmm. and the way we make it it's just come it's crack it's food crack so I'm getting the soul and this woman walks by and she has two cases of the Brundage yeah uh Brandenburg, excuse me ginger beer and I'm like <laughs> you know my eyes go like this because I had already looked in the liquor area I yeah. couldn't find it and so I went to her and I said where where did you get that <laughs> <laughs> and she pointed me off in the direction and then I found it I and, I was, and it was low so I was like I'm getting two <laughs> So we have ginger beer on hand. Yeah. Excellent.
1: Well, yeah. it, you can't go wrong with that stuff. It's, no. Mm-hmm. Anything you make that has ginger beer in it with that ginger beer is delicious. It's so good. Yeah.
0: Today's conversation is brought to you by WeMinder, a behavior chart app for kinky couples like us. Learn more at weminder.app. Okay,
1: chapter eight. Yes. Get a little bit into Kay's head.
0: Yeah, it was interesting because we got to hear Kay's arousal infatuation with Elodie from her perspective. Yeah, she time. wants to kiss her like right now. Yeah, she could barely think of anything else when their legs touched <laughs> at, the, at the street fair. <laughs>
1: yeah, that those new relation, that new relationship energy, you know. It's like, ooh, I just get so excited. Can't get enough of it. Can't get enough, yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's it for her you know the story to in this chapter takes place on the boat right and so she gets to meet a neighbor yeah a neighboring b- moored boat yep yep a woman who's working on her boat and who enrolls kay in helping her yes a little bit okay so sanding but this woman shares that she's a palm reader
0: yeah basically she reads faces and palms yeah so. and so the like, elodie it it just In the way that, I mean, excuse me. And Kay, in the same way Elodie described her kind of naivete, innocence. Yeah. She starts like worrying that this woman can read her face because she made some comments like, oh, that is the look of love, like very good love. And so, you know, like she's trying to change her facial expression. She's putting her (laughs) hands in her pockets as if the woman might, you know, try to read her hand from across the room. Yeah.
1: Yeah, it's sweet, you know. It's it's kind of like her mindset coming off of that marriage and being in a place of being dominated in a very domineering way.
0: Domineering by yeah.
1: somebody who she really ends up not loving. It's abusive. To abusive, her. yeah. And now she's in the space where she's sort of feeling these feelings. She's got the the relationship feels for Elodie. And she's also aware that this is kind of like a little summer fling and she's on the boat and it's a bit unreal. It's a bit <laughs> of an,
0: it's a bit of an unreality, you know, she's traveling <laughs> but you can't get her mind over. One of the things I think for character development that was really intense, I mean, I related to it immediately, yeah. was when she was reflecting on her ex, Sylvie, on how she, you know, knew ahead that Sylvie wasn't going to live in the country, only wanted to be a city. So she kind of acquiesced that early on to to make the relationship work, right? To make herself happy in a relationship where she wasn't getting fulfilled. And then um, the author describes how she pretty much put every desire or dream she had on hold and went and lived through, Ella, uh, excuse me, and lived through Sylvie's view of the world and ambitions and goals so it all became sylvie and i probably knew this back before i got a divorce but truly now that i am living you know in freedom and authenticity and power and full self-expression and that kind of things that all the things that you uplift for me it's amazing because i recognized everything was about the other partner all decisions. It it was domineering. It was not dominance. It wasn't a, a agreed upon exchange. There was no agreements. It was flat out, this is the way it goes. And I recognize that we were two completely different people, but I morphed to make it work. It sounds pathetic when I say that now. Well, not but really. that's- I think
1: I think this is the common relationship experience. This is why the divorce rate's fifty percent. Right. It's because when you get together initially there's a promise of something better. Right. And people will consistently be themselves. And so the domineering partner gets domineering. And And you've uh,
0: invested time.
1: You've invested time. So people, people
0: worry about that, the time and energy and what, and what others think if I was to leave this person. Yeah.
1: But you know, you get the domineering partner being domineering and you get the compliant partner Mm -hmm. being compliant. And on a gradient, that just builds an enormous amount of space and that eventually leads to contempt. Yeah. That eventually oh. leads to divorce. Totally. And totally. that's the that's the human experience in marriage by and large, because people are inauthentic in their relationship dynamics.
0: I agree. And it, and so I just felt You know, when you, when, when an author can write in a way where you can insert yourself in the Mm -hmm. story or see yourself directly, it's just really powerful. And I applaud Emma on this right now because I could see myself. Right. And so, so, and that's the beauty of what we're reading. We're reading a love, a lesbian love story basically. Right. But come on, it doesn't matter who the book is about. The concepts are all there. This is human interaction. Well, this is I, what humans I identified
1: do. With exactly. And, her
0: and so, I just think that is due to the author being so good. Yeah. Really, in my opinion, that's when an author is good. When they can, when you can literally, no matter what walk of life you come to, you can read the book and find yourself in the book in the story. Yeah, that's amazing. So, yeah. bravo on that.
1: Sure. Yeah. So, this is a chapter that really just gets in Kay's head. Yes. And we get a little
0: insight into her attachment to Elodie. And it sounds like she has very similar a- attraction desires to Elodie. Yeah.
1: yeah. You can see why they're going to get together. Yeah,
0: exactly. <laughs> <laughs> That's it for today. If you're interested in kinky relationship coaching, online domination, or if you'd like to sponsor the pod to keep it going, please visit our Patreon website at Lady Petra Playground. You can reach me via email at ladypetraplayground at gmail.com. Our music is composed and performed by Roger Ferguson, who can be found at rogerfergusonmusic.com. Till next time. Cheers.